Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Nothing seems real when you're 25. Didn't even really seem real at 35. Now as I'm heading into these 40s, I'm like, oh shit. I'm Kirby and I'm Sarah. Welcome to Los Angeles. Every week we break down the most important beauty news and launches, interview your favorite beauty experts, influencers, and celebrity guests, and review our favorite beauty products of the moment as your beauty editor BFFs from the beautiful and great city of Los Angeles. Welcome Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. <laughs> cute. That's cute. Was it? That wasn't good for me. Oh, it's good for me. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Tuesday, Curbs. Did you hear me? What? Are you? Uh, <laughs> you froze. <laughs> I did. Oh, I did. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, wait, what? We're so off today. I said Happy Tuesday, and then you didn't say anything, and I was like, what happened? Happy two days after the Oscars. Did you enjoy the looks? Yeah. You know what? I actually kind of loved that it was there were less people this year because I didn't feel so overwhelmed like trying to find a favorite or like pick a trend or what you know what I mean like totally it felt more for obvious reasons it was like smaller but I kind of feel like that element of prestige you'll see people on Instagram it's like why the hell are you going to the Oscars like you have nothing to do with film why are you there like I get it's a cool moment I personally love that the people that were supposed to be there that were being honored were there or working or whatever. And like that was it, you know? Totally. And I also felt like I couldn't figure out if it was either the fact that there was like less pressure on the celebs to look super good. So then they were like, well, then I will just surprise you with these new bangs or my short haircut or whatever. Like they were more willing to like be daring or if they were just like, so thirsty for a red carpet moment because <laughs> it's been so long yeah but I was I really enjoyed it too and I liked that the red carpet was short and sweet like you said and it was just like the top tier talent you know showing off their looks yeah I personally loved um Zendaya's look because she's just so stunning all the time yeah I loved the neon moment um luck luxury law law oh yeah La Roche yeah, so Law is super cool. He dresses everybody. Like, if you have seen Tom Holland from <laughs> Spider-Man and all of these other films, he dresses him. Zendaya, obviously. I knew that he was going to knock it out of the park, and he always dresses her. So it felt like, clearly, that was going to be awesome. Yeah. I personally loved Angela Bassett because... She had this really beautiful puffy red sleeved uh, gown, but then her eyeshadow was this really beautiful navy blue. So I was like, oh, okay. She went with something more yeah. bright than like a subdued nude, like nude or natural. I thought her looked beautiful. Mm -hmm. Did you see her look? Oh my God. Yes. Her homage to Prince and like. Yeah, it was just incredible. Yeah. I mean, the eye, the lip, it was really like she definitely like had fun 
with her makeup, which she always does, and she looked incredible. My favorite was Lakeith, though. Oh, my God. I, like, wish that we had enough bandwidth um, on Refinery to write about his entire look. I was, of course, excited for Daniel Kaluuya to win, but I was, like, kind of bummed because I wanted him... I wanted to hear him speak and also just, like, look at his outfit. It was bizarre that they were both in supporting. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Lakeith was definitely the lead of that movie. So I have not watched it yet. Oh, it's an incredible movie. It's it's awesome. Have you watched Promising Young Woman? Yes. I just watched it on Friday. And I did not put... Well, first of all, amazing movie. So dark. Couldn't stop thinking about it for like 24 hours. Uh Second, you know how Selena Gomez dyed her hair blonde Mm -hmm. on Friday? Mm -hmm. Did you see the selfie? Yes. She had the same different color nail polish (gasps) as Cassie from Promising Woman and the blonde hair. Yeah. So the uh, entertainment editor on Refinery was like, is she doing Promising Young Woman cosplay? And I hadn't seen the movie yet, so I didn't understand and then I watched it and I was like, oh my God, what is the meaning of this? I did like Selena watch the movie and then she was like, I want to seek revenge on my former suitors. Wow. I did not put that together, but I have to say I freaking love her as a blonde. Nikki Lee and Rihanna Capri at 901. They always do her hair. They've done her hair color. They talked about this. They used their products and they also used Joyco. Mm-hmm. And it took eight hours to do her hair. Crazy. So that's the thing. When you're a brunette and you want to go that super light blonde, it I is hope you're not commitment. expecting to walk in in like two hours and walk out with that hair. Like they used over 200 foils. I mean, this girl is going to be using purple shampoo out the ass. Like she better totally. get ready. Yeah. I hope she has a water filter. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she's set. All set. Yeah, yeah. She's fine. She's fine. But... I just, you know, Selena, she's so secretive and there's like always a deeper meaning behind the things that she does. And I was like, oh, I'm dying to know if she is like channeling Promising a Woman. Anyways. Loved that film too. It was good. Yeah. It was very good. So good. Okay. Well, let's talk about today's episode. It is the last episode in our collaboration month. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Our collab madness. Collab Madness, that's what it's called. Last ep in our Collab Madness. And we decided we wanted to do a pod swap with another LA beauty podcast. We have the two lovely ladies from Forever 35, which um, I don't know if we have some crossover. I'm sure we do. I'm sure there's plenty of you who also listen to Forever 35. Uh, But for those of you who are not familiar, they are, it is hosted by two former editors, writers, and now podcasters, Dory Shafrir and Kate Spencer. And they started the podcast in 2018, I believe. They've won a bunch of awards and they are known for talking about all things self-care and beauty on their podcast. They themselves talk about how they are not true, you know, experts in beauty, but they like to talk about, you know, their favorite serums, their favorite drugstore mascara, and like what it means to them just as two women um, who are now in their, you know, early 40s. And no topics are off limits on their podcast. They talk a lot about their friendship and how that started. Um, They got their start in New York, both moved to LA 10 
like 10 15 years ago i can't remember now yeah yeah they're technically they're like angelinos now yeah but yeah it was really fun to get to talk to them and get their perspective on beauty so it was nice to hear like the products that they swear by and their routines and you know what they've been up to during the pandemic so um yeah this was a really fun interview and i'm trying to think of like highlights well one of the highlights is that we're on their podcast too so there you go. this was a, a pod swap, so we will be on their feed. Um, they asked us a bunch of beauty questions, and um, we kind of just got to let loose and be on the other side of the interview, which was really fun. So um, make sure that you go over to their feed, subscribe to their podcast, and listen to our episode after you listen to their episode here on our feed. We're so grateful to have you guys. We have Kate and Dory from Forever 35. Welcome, guys. Thank you. We're so excited to be here. It's so weird hearing y'all's voice and actually seeing you. Totally. I know. I feel that way also. Also, Kirby, I watch a lot of your Instagram videos. So it's like exciting that you're just a hu- like a human right now. It's weird. Apologies that you had to live through those. <laughs> No, it's great. I like human you. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, so Dory, Kate, we're going to start things off with a little question we like to ask, which is, what's on your face? I can start. I have something that is actually on my face today is a new product that I picked up maybe like a month ago that I'm really, really liking. It's Jane Iredale's Dream Tint Tinted Moisturizer. And I was looking for something. I have a bunch of products like this, like this kind of like everyday light, light skin thing. It just feels nice going on. It doesn't feel too sticky. I layer it with other products when I want like a heavier face. I don't wear a ton of makeup ever, but it's just like a kind of a nice everyday wear. I'm very into it right now. We love a good tinted moisturizer recommendation. I think like, especially the past year, people are putting away their foundations. So the more Mm -hmm. tinted moisturizers, the better. Does it have SPF in it? Did you say? Yes, it does have SPF. I believe it is SPF 15. Now I always, always, always wear SPF on its own underneath. And I put SPF on top. I'm basically like a birthday cake of layers of SPF. We love to hear it here on Los Angeles. That is the only way to live is just sunscreen upon sunscreen. So, but yes, it does come with some SPF, I think. Amazing. Dory, how about you? Well, one thing that is also on my face right now is the Summer Fridays CC Me Vitamin C Serum. And I've kind of had a journey with vitamin C. I used it for a while. I used it while I was pregnant. And then after I gave birth, I kept using it and I started breaking out. And I was like, oh my gosh, like these hormonal changes are making me break out from this vitamin C serum. I guess I can never use vitamin C serum again. Oh, well. And then Summer Friday sent us some stuff and there was this vitamin C serum and I was like, oh, well, can't use vitamin C serum. And then I was like, you know what? Why don't I just try it? So I did. 
I did not break out. And in fact, I really, really like it. So we both love that product so much. It's so good. It's also on my face right now. Copycat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Lauren and Mariana are amazing. And we love a lot of Summer Friday's products. And I believe that serum has a certain stabilized form Mm -hmm. of vitamin C that's less irritating, especially for people dealing with sensitivities. So I'm into it. I know you guys have probably talked about this at length so many times, but for our listeners who are not familiar with your podcast or you guys, can you tell us how you met and started Forever 35? What's your meet cute, please? We have an online meet cute. So we, it's very mid to late aughts. Yeah. Very like New York media. We were both following each other on Tumblr. I was working at VH1 at the time. And Dory, I believe you you must have been at like Rolling Stone. No, I think I was at the New York Observer. Okay. Because this was like 2007, 2008. That's right. That's right. Yeah. When Tumblr was like a blogging platform. Right. And not like a, I don't even know what it is now, a meme share. So we just followed each other on Tumblr. And then we never met. I think we kind of became internet friends. And when Dory moved out to Los Angeles, I was already living here. I moved here in 2011. We got drinks at a bar and then we just hit it off and we became kind of writing critique partners for a few years and shared drafts of our each of our first books. And we've worked on writing projects together that haven't quite gotten off the ground, but you never know. And then one day in about 2017, in the fall, I just texted Dory and was like, do you want to start a podcast about skincare? And her response was an all caps, yes. And we just went from there. We wanted to have conversations about the things we were talking about to each other. Like when we would go out and get dinner and chat or everything that we talk about in our group texts, we wanted to talk about it. There are a lot of, you know, kind of lifestyle and women's focused podcasts, but we're in our early forties and it didn't feel like a lot of it was geared toward us specifically. And so, you know, we wanted to chat about elastic waist pants. <laughs> I want to ask you guys, what brought you to LA? I was just kind of over the East coast. <laughs> um, I grew up in Boston and I went to college in Philly and I lived in New York for quite a few years and I was just kind of tired of it. And I needed a change. And so I moved out here in 2013 and it was the best decision I could have made. I was working for Buzzfeed at the time and they had decided to open up an LA office. And so I came out here to kind of set it up. That also made it easier because I had a job that I could just kind of transition out here with. So that's what brought me out here. Yeah. And I, you know, my husband and I met performing improv comedy in New York in like 2002. And he's a comedy writer. And I was at the time an entertainment writer and reporter. And we always knew that eventually his work would bring us to Los Angeles. So he got hired to write on a TV show out here. And, you know, we were living in a one bedroom apartment with a nine month old baby in Brooklyn. And we love New York. I still identify kind of as a New Yorker, but it was challenging. Like we could get a two bedroom apartment in Los Angeles for less than what we were paying for our one bedroom in New York. So we were like, well, this is it. We we're going to take the plunge and move and try it out. And you know, that baby is now 
10 and we're still here. And I was able to do what I was doing. I was working at VH1 and I was able to actually do more of it out here covering red carpets and events. And I did that for a while before transitioning to freelance writing full-time and now, you know, podcasting and writing full-time. I have a theory that like, you have to feel like you've gotten New York out of your system to move here. Because I do know a lot of people who moved here, like in their late twenties and move back to New York. I have a friend that's doing that right now. She moved out here late twenties and literally like next month we'll be moving back to New York. She missed it. I feel like she never got it out of her system. Yeah, totally. Totally. So, I mean, I was definitely ready to move, which is not to say I don't miss it. And I still have a lot of friends there, but I was just like ready to leave. Okay. So on your show, you do interview a lot of people about their skincare regimens and self-care regimens. So we want to know your individual regimens. And I mean, we need like the minutia. We need like the tiniest detail. <laughs> Start with the cleanser, work your way to the sunblock or like magical tools that you've been using. Let's pretend you guys are, you know, beauty YouTubers. Oh my God. Walk us through. <laughs> it's been a while since we've detailed our own skincare routines. And so I'm like giddy with excitement. I'm like shaking in the chair. <laughs> so the first thing to say, and I know you all talk about this a lot in Los Angeles, like we are not beauty editors, but we now do get sent products to try, which is this like very generous experience of just people being like, here's this. So my bathroom is just covered in products. And so I do mix it up a lot because I'm trying things that I want to talk about, or sometimes there's an advertiser who's beauty related. So I'm going to take you through kind of a general day, but I always am switching it up. Um, my favorite cleanser that I have kind of come into in the last year is Clure, K-L-U-R's Gentle Matter. I love that cleanser. The first time I used it, it was like a miracle. It's just literally so gentle. It doesn't irritate my skin or my eyes. There's no tightness after using it. It removes makeup. I just love it. And I normally just use that if I'm going to double cleanse with an oil cleanser first. I use an oil cleanser from my facialist, Courtney Chisano, who's based here in Los Angeles, but is moving back to the East coast, but she has two products. I love them both. She has this really very great, like three ingredient oil cleanser that I will use first. Then I put on my Clor. I bought myself one day at Costco pre-pandemic. I think I was actually like panic shopping in February because I knew stuff was about to happen, but I didn't know what. And so in a panic, I bought a giant bottle of the SK2 facial treatment essence. Yes. It sits in my cabinet. I immediately regretted it because it was so expensive, but now I use it every morning. I don't know if it does anything. I know it's like a huge culty favorite, but I will splash that on. And then I like to spray another mist on my face because I love anything that is a mist in the most like fine watery form. So then I'll put a mist on. I love Josh Rosebrook's hydrating accelerator. I just love the way it makes my skin feel. It smells good. I have been using Summer Friday's vitamin C serum. After that, I will put on some sort of lotion. It's been alternating between skin fixes, triple, uh, I think it's called a triple lipid peptide cream that I really like that I bought because I was trying not to buy skin triple lipid 
which I then rebought. So now I use both of them and I like them both. I think they're both great. And then for sunscreen, I have been using the Elta MD and that is kind of where I end. I also have the Glossier sunscreen that I use too, but I am now trying out old Elta. And so that would be morning. And I don't really wear makeup. I'm not called to it. I'm not a visual person. And I also like find the removal of makeup at the end of the day to be more trouble than it's worth. It's just so much work to get it off. So that's me. Today, I do have makeup on my face because we're Zooming. And if I was going to do anything, sometimes I'll do that Jane Aradel dream tint. I just bought this Gucci, or excuse me, Westman Atelier baby cheeks blush. And my favorite mascara is Elia mascara that I can wear every day because again, I'm a contact wearer. My eyes are always irritated. That doesn't bug them and it washes off easily. First of all, bravo. That was an amazing routine. But also Kirby, I've been like dying to say this. You both have such soothing voices to listen to. That was like an (laughs) ASMR experience for me. You walking us through your routine. It's very calming. I'm sure the both of you get that. If we looked on your like reviews on the podcast, I'm sure people talk about how soothing your guys' voices are. We do get that. And it's weird because I don't think of my voice as soothing. And am I allowed to share nighttime products? Yes. Basically, nighttime would be the same. Oh, I will say this. Often in the morning, I just cleanse with water and I'll skip the cleanser in the morning. But cleansers are the same misting is the same. I will switch between the SkinCeuticals 0.5 retinol and the Jan Marini biologic lotion. I forget exactly what it's called. It's an acid. Then I just layer a ton of shit on my face, whether it's a cream. And then I sometimes I'll then mist my face and put oil on top. I don't know. Like, again, we've been doing our podcast forever. I feel like I've been told not to do that. And yet I keep doing it. And last night I used May Lindstrom's blue cocoon because I really do love that product. So I'll like get my face really wet. And then I press that in. I just kind of like to mix it up based on like what I want to smell. Another weird thing I do is I often spray perfume on before I go to bed. Ooh, is that for you? Your husband? No, my husband doesn't know what I smell like. Like, I don't think he has any idea. I love scents. And so I often just want to smell my perfume in bed. I'm into it. I love that. What are you currently wearing? My favorite perfume is a very kind of like old ladyish perfume. It's Estee Lauder's Bronze Goddess. It's of that, like the Tom Ford beachy scent family. I've spritzed those Tom Fords on me and I don't like them as much. It's like a real kind of like jasmine sunscreen smell that I just love. So then are you like transported to the beach in your dreams every night? It's like a very soothing smell. I'm wearing it now. I just ordered the lotion from Dillard's.com because you have to get it at like a department store. I don't know. There's just like a very warming, comforting scent. There I am. That's me. Kate, that was excellent. Dory, it's now your time to shine. Break it down, girl. Wow. Okay. I hope I can even come close to the heights that Kate Spencer took us to. What a journey. Wow. Okay. 
So starting from the beginning in the morning, I love Stradia's Velvet Cleansing Milk. It's a very gentle cleanser. Use it in the shower. Don't shower every morning, but um, I do try to use that every morning. I used to not wash my face in the morning, and then I kind of started doing it again recently. Then I put on the Summer Fridays Vitamin C Serum. I do also like a mist. I had been using the um, Milk and Honey, the Natural Hydrating Rose Mist. I really like it. I'm out of it right now, so I need to buy some more. But I like to use that. And then I put the Summer Fridays Vitamin C Serum on. Then I use Summer Fridays Cloud Dew Oil-Free Gel Cream, which is such a lovely, nice, light moisturizer that I really like for daytime. And then my sunscreen is the Biosance Mineral Sunscreen with Zinc and Squalane, and it has SPF 30. I love this sunscreen. They reformulated it for a while. It was like, when they first came out with it, it was very thick and left that kind of like white cast. And now the formulation, you barely would know it's a mineral sunscreen. I'm a big fan. So that's what we got in the morning. And then at night, I sometimes use the Biosance glycolic acid mask, which you just kind of put on for a couple minutes and then wash off. But I like getting a little bit of glycolic acid like up in there. Um, and then I also like to use, Courtney Chisano just sent us her new cleanser as Kate mentioned. And I've been using that as well. It's a really lovely oil-based cleanser. Then we, we go back to the mist, we go back to the vitamin C. Then I also recently started using a different Jan Marini product than Kate, the Luminate Face Lotion, which is their retinol. I started getting facials at this place called Artisan of Skin in Beverly Hills, and they really pushed the Jan Marini. And I was first, I was kind of like, eh, like lay off. <laughs> and then <laughs> I tried the products and some of them I didn't love, but I do really like this Luminate Face Lotion. So I've been using that. And then I also have been using a Skin Fix moisturizer on top, the Barrier and Triple Lipid Peptide Cream. I knew the words, I just didn't have the right combination. <laughs> and then sometimes if I'm feeling like I need an oil, I use the St. Jane um, Luxury Beauty Serum, which I love. It has CBD in it, but like, I don't know what CBD actually does, <laughs> but I just really like how it feels. So sometimes I put that on and sometimes I dab a little bit of Skin Fix eye cream on as well. Oh, and then I finish everything off with the Tatcha um, Kisu, I think it's called the Kisu mask. Yes. Incredible. I'm so glad it's back. I was like, you can't take this away. <laughs> I know. It was because like the peaches apparently like weren't coming fast enough to make it yeah in japan or something so they were like there's a peach shortage and we were like fix it make it work make it work yeah it's so good <sighs> i love it it's beautiful i love that you are a big biosance fan did you guys see that reese witherspoon is now like ambassador for the brand i did not see that i love the brand 
pre-Reese, but I'm thrilled that she is also on board. <laughs> she signed a five-year deal wow. with them. Yeah, so she's going to be in it for the long haul. Wow, good for everyone involved in that situation. <laughs> correct, correct. That's the proper response. Congratulations to every single human being involved in that one. You know what, Sarah, our Glam Gelinos in the Facebook group stand that Biosance sunscreen. I have not tried it, and now I, I really need to. I know. I haven't tried it either. To be completely honest, sometimes Biosance's products break us out. So we are like very reluctant to try new ones. But everyone loves Biosance so much. And now that you guys have talked about it and Reese, you know, I think we have to give it another go, Kirby. I'm going to request the sunscreen because clearly it's like superior to everything else out there. It's so good. It's truly, you, yes, you need it. So Kate and Dory, I, I love that you actually mentioned Skin Fix because that's a brand we've never mentioned on this podcast before, maybe once in the early days, Sarah, but I love that brand. It's one of those brands where if you are worried that you have sensitive skin or reactive skin or you think you're going to break out and you're just looking for like a really great moisturizer, freaking pick up Skin Fix. There's just like, it's all good for your skin stuff. It doesn't break you out I mean I, I I sing its praises it's really high quality I I just I really like it and the price point is very reasonable in my opinion yeah I had never heard of skin fix until I went down this rabbit hole of trying to find more affordable peptide lipid lotion and I tried a lot of stuff and I think there's because I love the SkinCeuticals triple lipid but I, I actually kind of think I might like there's better I gotta try that too it's really nice. It feels so good. And they they were kind enough to send us some stuff. So I've been trying. Yeah, and it's woman owned and yeah, just a nice brand. The one it launched, it was mostly like Vaseline Aquaphor style products, like very thick emollient balms almost. They still have a balm um, that I have used like if, if my skin ever gets irritated and I slap some of that balm on, it's like game over. And I should have mentioned this. They have an excellent hand cream that is specifically formulated for eczema, which I have. And so it's super hydrating and it's great for anyone with sensitive skin. And I know even though we live in Los Angeles, like my, I feel like the air is dry and my hands get really dry. And especially when I'm at the computer all day. So I'm a big fan of their hand cream as well. So you guys on your podcast talk a lot about self-care. Like if you read any review or description about your podcast, self-care always comes up, which I love. But Kirby and I have talked about this a bunch on previous episodes, but over the past few years, self-care has turned into this like buzzword that is often used in marketing to like sell products that are supposed to make you feel better. And that's supposed to be, you know, your self-care routine is you buying this product and using it and hopefully it makes you like more calm at the end of the day or whatever. Do you feel like people have forgotten what self-care actually means or looks like? I mean, we always try to remind them. <laughs> like, I mean, we are, you know, we are big proponents of the idea that self-care does not need to cost money and it can be anything that kind of brings you calm or a sense of joy or is, you know, a routine. Like for me, something that has recently become a really important self-care routine is 
the piano. I started taking piano lessons again. I hadn't played since I was like 13. And I've been practicing every day. And it's like the most calming, delightful ritual. So, you know, that's not something that you can like buy on Goop, but like it's something that brings me a lot of joy. And I definitely see that as self-care. Yeah, I actually think it's strictly like a marketing push. Like I don't actually necessarily know if I think people are buying into it, although obviously like there it's the wellness industry has become huge, but I do think uh, consumers are wiser than these industries are giving them credit for. It's very complex. One, I fall into it. Like I a hundred percent, I'm like, oh, I've got to have this thing and this will solve it all. But two, I also, I agree with what Dory said. And that's, that's a real focus for us. Is that like self-care is really about, you know, balancing out your life in a way that makes it function for you. So like, for me, it's like, was paying off my credit card when I was in credit card debt and understanding my finances a bit more. It's about sleep. It's about therapy, mental health. And then, you know, like the face oil is like the icing on top of the self-care cake. Yeah. I was in on a panel recently and they asked me about my self-care routine and it's transparently so bad, especially because I am a new mom and then like figuring that all out. But I said that my self-care routine involved clearing out my inbox, (laughs) which is like something that I don't often get to do because I'm sure you guys are the same way. Your email's like full of pitches all the time. So I'm like, when I can like sit at my computer and clear my inbox, even down to just like 10 emails, I feel like I am in a better space mentally and also physically. Because I feel like my ears are like all the way up here. My ear, I'm like really tight. And then when I do that, I'm like, that's self-care. That did more for me, I think, than like, obviously meditating is great, but like meditating for five minutes. I think that's like a brilliant example of at its core what self-care can and should be. And it's certainly being co-opted. I think it's always existed, but certainly right now it's a buzzword that's being used to sell products. We want to talk about the new normal we know that you guys have discussed this, like Dory, you were talking recently about how are we supposed to dress once we like see other human beings again, which is just like the story of my life. Cause I'm like, I ordered 800 sweatsuits last year. <laughs> like, how do we move forward here? And then Kate, you talked about how you like briefly went into a Sephora and you were like, wow, this is crazy. Like we're actually shopping again and a place with other people people. So I guess like, when do you think we might reach some level of normalcy? I mean, my children just started in-person hybrid school a week ago. They had been home full-time since March, 2020. So even though there are some shifts and like, you know, I'm very lucky to be getting my second vaccine shot today, later today. I don't think there will be a return to where we were before. I think we've shifted. I'm not a scientist or a doctor. I'm just a, I'm a lady who can read the internet, but (laughs) I hope that we're able to return to the things that we love in a, a way that maintains like safety for others. And you are reminded of like the pure, simple pleasures that we had that are not existing right now. Like when I did walk into Sephora and I was just like, Oh, look at all these beautiful 
products, just like, oh, I want to try everything. It just felt good to walk into a store and then walk out of it like it was any other day. And that felt really nice. And you weren't even able to try the products though, right? Because there's no testers. I literally just kind of like basked in the glow of the lighting, wandered to the fragrance section, sprayed stuff on myself, but didn't smell it because I kept my mask on. And then just like, it was bizarre. I didn't even notice if there were testers. It just liked the sensation of seeing things. It was kind of weird, honestly, but um, I don't think you can test stuff. I mean, I would assume not. So then I guess this begs the question, like, are you excited to get back out into the real world? I mean, obviously in that instance, yes, but there's a lot of chatter online about you getting psyched to go to brunch every weekend after you get vaccinated is like not the level I'm at yet. And I feel that kind of deeply because all my friends are trying to make all these plans and I'm kind of like, I get my second vaccination next week, but I do not feel like, I don't know, I have this anxiety about getting back to whatever new normal we have. It's funny because I feel like we get these glimpses of what like post-pandemic life might look like. I try not to use the word normal or new normal because like what what does that even mean? Like we don't know. Um, but Kate and I had dinner out at a restaurant last week. It was so nice to get out of my house so nice to put on, you know, real clothes and sit with a friend and have a glass of wine and eat dinner. But then like every so often you're kind of like jolted back into pandemic reality when the waiters come around and they're wearing like masks and face shields. And it's like, oh yeah, like we are still in a pandemic. Like they are risking their lives <laughs> to serve me pasta. And that's a little like, oh, okay. But I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Like I am vaccinated. I didn't go out to dinner before I was vaccinated. I feel like we're, we're kind of like tiptoeing our way into some sort of life where we leave our houses and see other people, but like still take a lot of precautions. And I don't know when that's going to change. Have you figured out Dory, like what your post pandemic closet is going to look like? Sort of. I don't know. I did start a private Pinterest board where I was just like putting stuff there to figure out like, what do I even want to wear? And I did just order a bunch of stuff online. So we'll see. I mean, in the course of the pandemic, I got rid of a lot of clothes, like sold them or gave them away. And I now look in my closet and I'm like, oh, like what is left? Like there's nothing left. <laughs> I totally relate to that. When I was listening to that episode you guys were talking about, I relate to that so deeply because I got rid of a bunch of clothes while I was uh -huh. pregnant. So of course I was like, oh, I, I'm not going to fit anything. Yep. I can't wear any of this. And then I moved. So then I did another clear out. And then now I'm looking at my closet. And I'm like, I literally just have matching sweats. That's why you only see me, Kirby, wearing matching sweats. I mean, I also invested in several sets of, of matching sweats. And a friend texted me the other day. I bought this sweatsuit at Target. And a friend texted me the other day. And she's like, that sweatsuit you have is 20% off. And I was like, I cannot buy. I have like three of them. I was like, I can't buy another sweatsuit like that cannot happen 
But then I try to put on regular clothes and then I'm like, I feel like I'm wearing a straight jacket. Like it's too tight. I need the elastic waistband. Well, I mean, I'm wearing like a real dress, but it's like a Natalie Martin nightgown that is like huge because that's the style. And I'm like, okay, well, this is like my compromise. Like I'm in real clothes, but there's no waist. (laughs) Meanwhile, Kirby is only wearing skims. She only wears skims. Someone just told me that they are like the best thing to own, period. So it seems like you're on to, I was just on their website. What style of skims are you into, Kirby? Oh my God. This is like problematic fave, Kimberly Kardashian West. Like I love the cotton rib collection. I have every single pair of their boxer shorts in every shade because they are so comfortable to sleep in. I hope that they make a thicker option that I could wear out in public so that you're not seeing my private areas publicly. (laughs) Um, The triangle bras, the tank tops. I have the cozy collection. It's a problem. Like Patrick's like one in, one out. If you buy any more skims, like you have got to get rid of another piece of skims. It's like ridiculous. There's a new box showing up at this house every single day. So we love skims in this household. And also, I bought a pair of jeans last weekend. I bought a pair of new jeans. This is the world healing, okay? It's happening. Mm. Did you go to a store and try on jeans? Yes. I went to Nordstrom and... You can try clothes on? Yeah. I I went to Nordstrom. There was a big skims thing happening there at the Grove. (laughs) Uh, So I went because I have a problem. That's what gets you out of the house. Uh, Kimberly (laughs) Kardashian West. Went and I was like, yeah, I'm going to actually look for a pair of jeans. And I bought a pair of Reformation jeans and I swear it was the best purchase. Oh, I saw this on your Instagram. They're so cute. Thank you. People keep asking me like, oh my God, what are these jeans? I see them everywhere. I'm like, really? I just bought them because they were like on sale and look cute. So Reformation makes really good jeans. And they're affordable. I mean, affordable, whatever jeans are affordable these days. But And they're more sustainable than a lot of other denim out of True. On the market. Got to get so. that Earth Month plug. Earth Month. There we go. (laughs) I was just going to say, I also think there's something to examine about how clothing shifted during the pandemic and that we were all like gravitated towards comfortable clothing. And like, we talk a lot about it on our show, like getting back to wearing real clothes, but like those are just as real. And I do feel like there can and should be a shift in what is considered like acceptable fashion. And like, obviously like every cool TikTok teen is in like giant sweats and I'm feel like I'm just playing catch up but that does kind of excite me that what we view as like cool appropriate elastic waists forever like I like the idea of leaning into that as we come out of this pandemic even though like I also am excited I also just bought jeans and I'm wearing them right now actually and it feels good you start to get used to it. You start I totally to get used agree. To it. I also, like before the pandemic, athleisure was really big and I think it should still be big. I'm like decked out in all aloe yoga. I, am I working out? No. It's just comfortable and it looks good. So why the hell not? I feel the same way about sweatsuits. Okay. So we have a lot of listeners who are in their 20s, early 30s, uh, like Kirby. Well, no, actually Kirby, we're, we're mid 30s now, aren't we? Because we're 34. Or are we still, can we still say early? You're early. <laughs> okay, early to mid. And then we also have some Gen Zers. You know, they, they listen to our podcast for advice, obviously, on skincare and beauty. But you guys, 
you know, your early 40s, what are some things you wish you would have known when you were their age, beauty-wise or not beauty-wise? Wear sunscreen. Like, wear more sunscreen than you even think you need. Wear it all the time. Wear it even if you're not going to leave the house. Wear it if it's cloudy. Wear if it's raining. Like, just put on the sunscreen. You need the sunscreen. That's my, like, big tip. But also, (laughs) I mean, in, like, a non-beauty realm you're going to get sad about someone who you like romantically, but it'll be okay. And I wish someone had just like sat me down and told me that. Yes. Oh my God, Dory. Yes. Yes. (laughs) If you're heartbroken right now over someone, I don't want to say this definitively because who knows, you may be heartbroken even more in the future, but just assume that this is the most heartbroken you're going to be ever and like live through it and accept it. And then once you get tired of feeling that way, release it because sometimes people hang on to it. They're like, I'm supposed to feel this way for this long or however long. And it's like, no, no, no. Once you're sick and tired of dealing with the bullshit, just let it be free and move forward. I love that piece of advice. Okay. I would add drink water and get a good night's sleep. You know, that's like always very basic, good advice, but drink, drink water, keep a water bottle at your desk. Don't just drink five iced coffees a day, hydrate. You don't need to overdo it, but have some water. And I really, really wish I had had a better understanding of finances, saving my money, putting things away, adding to my 401k. Here's the frustrating thing. Nothing seems real when you're 25. Didn't even really seem real at 35. Now, as I'm heading into these 40s, I'm like, oh shit. And I swear, I don't know. So (laughs) with money, it always feels so overwhelming, especially when we're paying off student debt, student loans, credit card debt. And I got myself into some real credit card debt in my 20s and didn't really understand even how credit cards worked. There are so many wonderful apps and ways to save a little bit of money. And over time, a little bit saved every week or every month becomes a lot of money. And having that security allows you to put it towards credit or debt that you need to pay off or save it for an emergency or just to have. And I just feel like it's such a good peace of mind to have your finances squared away. And it's the hardest thing I ever learned how to do. And I would also say like, you're never too old to try something. I quit a job and became an intern at a newspaper when I was 25. And I felt so old because so many of the other people who were like in their twenties, there were like editors. And, and now I'm like, oh, 25 is so young to be an intern. So you're never too old to do anything, to change careers, to try something new, to start very fresh. I think just do it if you want to do it and don't let age be something that blocks you. Sarah, did you see my face when Kate said that? I was like, tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> like I'm like drinking it in. Like I, I'm 34. I'm not too old to pursue no. my actual dreams in life. That's what I needed to hear, Kate. I just wrote a book about this. Oh my God. <laughs> like, Wait, Dory, <laughs> you literally wrote the book. You literally wrote the book. Yeah. See, this is... When does the book come out, by the way? It comes out June 29th. It's called Thanks for Waiting. <gasps> And it's literally about like how I kind of found myself like in my late 30s and, you know, have a kid at 41. It's not too late 
it's not too late. Like whatever you're thinking you're too late for, it's not too late. I just got goosebumps. I can't wait to read this book. We'll send you copies. We're going to buy them, Dory. We need to support. Hello. That's how we roll around these parts. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Wow. That was great. I really needed to hear that today to the two of you. So thank you both for sharing. This is rapid fire. Like imagine who wants to be a millionaire, like lights going off. Thinking like pew, pew, pew. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) What is your favorite serum of all time? This is sort of ironic because I didn't mention it as something that I'm using right now. Oh my God, I know what you're going to say. Of course, you know what I'm going to say because I've talked about it a thousand times. We should have made you guys answer each other's answer. Oh my God, yes, like a bachelorette party game. But I ran out and like, I had so much stuff that I just wanted to use up that I didn't rebuy it. But I'm planning on it because it's the best. It's the Timeless CoQ10 Serum. It costs like $20. It's super cheap. I love Timeless. Timeless is an amazing brand that I feel like people don't talk about, but people should talk about. I am unaware of Timeless. Oh my I've gosh. never heard of Timeless. Yeah, I feel like they have no PR maybe. <laughs> they are great. And they have this CoQ10 serum that I started using years ago. And it is truly, it is the best serum. So you need to get on that. Add to cart immediately. I'm all in on CoQ10, okay? Yes, CoQ10 is the best. It's underrated. Put it all over, ingest it, do what you need to do. Kate, what about you? I'm having like a panic attack because I don't think I have a favorite serum. And now I like don't know what to do. I feel like my entire identity has like just been revealed as nothing. (laughs) I don't use it every day, but I really do love Vintner's Daughter's oil. And I go back and forth on it. And I like their essence too. If I had to pick like a very active splurge product that I know like it irritates Dory's skin. I know it's not for everyone, but there's something just really beautiful about that oil and all the ingredients in it that makes my skin feel great. I'm a fan and Kirby is not a fan. So yeah, totally divides podcasts. (laughs) I like the essence. I like the essence too. Okay. Another question that might give you some problems, but who is your favorite guest so far on the podcast? Oh, that is not fair. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. Okay. One of your favorites. Madeline Albright? Yeah, okay. That's a good one. I mean, we were like, <laughs> how is this happening? <laughs> like, it was, it was very, like, wait, we're interviewing Madeline Albright about her self-care practices? Like, what? I love that. You know, a recent episode that I loved, like, we interviewed Rebecca Carroll, who is a writer and a podcast host, and she has a, a memoir that came out uh, earlier this year called Surviving the White Gaze. And I just remember after the conversation, I said to Dar's like, this is one of my favorite interviews. And it was just, she was just wonderful. And I just loved our conversation with her. What is your favorite way to practice self-care? And you can only pick one way to do it. Uh, therapy. Restorative yoga. What was your go-to makeup product in the 90s? Oh, it was um, Revlon Coffee Bean Lipstick. Of course. That sounds like something that would do well again. Is it still available? Yes, I think they still sell it. It was this like very like brownish red lipstick. Dark. It was dark. 
like you would maybe wear it with your like Chanel vamp nail polish. Um, that was like big for me in the nineties. Mine's Clinique black honey. <gasps> yes. Yes, of course. I mean, still good. I still buy it. It's like the best color. Did you see that Clinique is like trending no. on TikTok? Are you kidding? The youths are what? all over it. Like they're like the skincare. Mm-hmm. I can't. I mean, of course, there's money behind it, but okay, okay. I'm like, there's got to be some money. The advertising practices on TikTok are wonky. Yes, at best. It popped so. up for me, and there were lots of videos. So, could be the wow. return of Clinique. Listen, Clinique, the three step. The dramatically different moisturizer. It's good stuff. Classic. It is my mom in the 90s in a nutshell. It's everyone's mom. Yes. And you would get the gift with purchase. Yes. The little bags with <laughs> little makeup bag with the yes, mini. All the minis. Yep. <laughs> that you would collect and just never yes, use. And we would, she would only buy Clinique when they had the gift with purchase, but they had gift with purchase like every day. So. <laughs> Yeah, so your mom was never not buying Clinique, basically. <laughs> can I can I share a brief anecdote? You know how I mentioned that I bought my perfume at Dillard's? Yes. Well, they they had what I thought was a gift with purchase. So I clicked on it and then I looked at my bill and it was what they called a purchase with purchase. And it was $50 for what we're talking about, a bag, like a brightly <gasps> colored bag with a bunch of tiny samples. And they charged no. me 50 bucks. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a purchase with purchase? 50 as in five, zero? Five, zero. I got scammed. I'm going to return it. But it was, it shocked me. I never <gasps> purchase with purchase. <laughs> yes. I emailed them and they cleared. They were like, this is actually a purchase with purchase. It's like, <laughs> that sounds like a joke. Yes, I know. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> FYI, shit is not like it was in the nineties. Okay. It's different out there. The marketing teams have gone wild. Absolutely bananas. Okay, this is our final question. Um, you both live in LA, so this the only stretch will be deciding who you're going to do this with. Okay, so you move and live in LA. You are hot shit. You are the actress, okay? You are about to appear in a blockbuster movie. Who is your co-star? Catherine O'Hara. <gasps> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my co-star is the woman who plays Andrea and call my agent Camille Cotin. Is yeah, her, she's is stunning. Name. It's an, it's a French show. It's so good. You must watch it. It's on Netflix. Kate, Dory, thank you both so much for coming on Los Angeles. We are going to link all of your product recs on our website so any glam Jolinos listening that are like i absolutely need that biosance sunscreen or get skin fix all over my body all of their entire regimens will be on the website so please go check those out ladies where can everybody find you and forever 35 i am on instagram at dory d-o-r-e-e and my website is dory dash shafrir.com and you can find forever 35 anywhere you get your podcasts and i'm on instagram at, at kate spencer and my website with info about my next book and picture of me and my dog is at kate kate your dog is so cute 
She's really cute. She's a real weirdo. Like she's super cute. She looks kind of like, she, is she a Chihuahua mix? Does she have Boston Terrier in her at all? They, I did a DNA test thing and it was a little bit of Chihuahua and then like a little bit of Maltese and then like a million just terrier mutts all mixed together. Like she's a real, just a mutt. I mean, she's just a alien from another planet who landed at my house. Should we tell your listeners that you're also going to be on Forever 35? We should probably notify the glams about this. Y'all, we're going to be on Forever 35, so make sure that you go to their feed. Subscribe if you're not already. I have a feeling you're probably already subscribed, so this is not going to be news to any of you. But please come listen to us and share the pod. Um, Anything else that you guys want to share before we wrap things up? No, but this was so fun. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. We're such big fans, so we are honored that you guys came on to Los Angeles. Everyone, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. By all means, follow us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, at Los Angeles Pod. Join our Facebook group, and you can find all of our episodes with links to every product we ever mention on any podcast on our website, glossangelespod.com. We'll talk to you on Friday. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.